Hey, what's up? What did I want to talk about today? Hope you're all doing great. Um, so I just wanted to talk about an email conversation that I had with a client. You're going to have these. I have these. And they're just one of the ones that just aren't really that fun. All right. It's a claim conversation. And the way that it generally works is when you when a claim isn't going the way the client wants it to go, right? The claim is being possibly denied or they're not getting as much coverage as they would like. And this is actually under a new product that's available on my homeowner's policy called Equipment Breakdown. Equipment Breakdown is similar to like a warranty program, right? It's it it covers the guts of the house, the HVAC system, the appliances. Um, it's similar to a home warranty, but it comes with a separate $500 deductible or a home warranty. Most of those have like a $70 or $80 you know, fee to come out and look at things and stuff like that. So it's really for bigger ticket items. Anyway, I've got a client who uh, his furnace stopped working. All right, well, he put this coverage on within the last year because it's new to our uh, – policy and we put it on there and he called he's like hey my furnace is going down I said, all right how old is your furnace he goes it's 30 years old and i was like all right crap so i have to try and set the expectations that this is something that might not be covered because wear and tear is generally excluded from policies like this wear and tear is generally excluded from all insurance policies right Ex- period and so this coverage has some gray area in it, probably even more so than regular. Like wear and tear isn't covered on a homeowner's policy. It's not covered on an auto policy. And sometimes that's a parallel I like to draw when someone says, hey, you know, uh, I have an old roof. I want to file a claim. It's like, no, it doesn't work that way. Uh, you know, when your radiator goes out on your car, are you calling me? you know, to have that filed under your insurance? No. Sometimes if you, all you have to do is connect those dots and the client understands. They're like, well, when your car breaks down, you're not calling me, right? That's because wear and tear is not covered. Anyway, I told him, I was like, look, I haven't tried to coach him a little bit on how to have this conversation because I want them to be covered. I want him to have coverage and I want this to be paid for. I told him, look, here's the language you have to use. You know, the furnace was working yesterday and it's not working today. All right. What is covered is a sudden and unexpected, like, decline. A sudden and unexpected is the language that, that, our, that our industry likes. All right. There was a singular event. Something broke. You know, um, there was an accident. There was a hailstorm. There was an event that caused it. And that's where you're going to generally find coverage. You know, wear and tear isn't a sudden event. It's just a slow, you know, breakdown of, you know, things break over 30 years. So I tried to set up. I'm like, look, you know, that you're probably, this might be an uphill battle, but we're going to see what we can do. I did learn that filing a claim on this specific endorsement does not count against him. So we can file this claim at no cost. We're not going to raise his rates because of it, even if it's not covered. Um, so, so we got what I thought was some good news. This adjuster, this is a third-party product, so it's not a it's not a product that my company offers. My company is onboarded a third party to offer this as an endorsement, right? So, so they 
have actually given a green given a green light to do the repair. And I thought, great, at least we got a repair authorized. That's good. All right. Now repairing a 30-year-old furnace, I understand, is like putting a band-aid on a jugular, right? It's just gonna maybe you're gonna get a couple more a year or two from it. But it's something, right? Anyway, he's like, you know, I don't want to repair. You know, they're telling me that it 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 should be replaced. And I was like, oh well. So the, this adjuster said, well, we've authorized the repair. If I can talk to this other, the, you know, the HVAC company, and they can give supporting documentation on why it has to be replaced and it can't be repaired, you know, then we might possibly authorize the, um, the replacement. So I think that's good. All right. I think this was going to be a tough one uh, to get approved. I think getting a, a repair approved is, is a good start. And so what I, what I guess I'm trying to say is what I like to do is I really like to set expectations. You know, I don't mind being involved. I don't mind giving bad news. I don't like it, but it's part of our job, right? So I tried to set the expectation. I was like, look, this thing, well, you might not have coverage for it. All right, I'm just gonna tell you that. I'm gonna do everything I can to, to, to help find it for you and I'll play a role. And I don't like to get involved with claims, all right? I just don't I like to have it filed, set the expectation and walk away. I got good people in the field that do their job and and I don't, I, 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 get, I don't get involved with many claims, okay? Unless a customer is upset and then I will kind of pop in and be an advocate. Being an advocate for a claim on the client side, you have to speak for the client to the company. And at times you have to talk for the company to the client. You have to stand on the fence and like kind of be a conduit of information. Um, and you just do the best that you can, you know? But the most important thing is setting an expectation on the front end, I think, so that if they do get it declined, they're cool with it, you know? Uh, so that's just my thought. So that's what I'm going through today. I don't have an answer. Um, I did send him a response. I was like, hey, look, like I said earlier, because he sent me an email that said, hey, Matt, uh, I'm not super happy with the way this is going. And I said, well, hey, like I told you that this doesn't cover wear and tear. I said, there's some language in this write-up that leads me to believe that there is wear and tear. They mentioned rust. They mentioned that this thing is 30 years old and it's outlived its normal lifespan. I mean, like these are things that generally aren't covered on policies like this. So I told him, I'm like, I told him I was happy that they offered to pay for the repair. I'm like, that's a small victory. All right, so I'm just being honest with him. I'm telling him what I thought. And uh, we'll see what he responds with. But I guess I just wanted to share that experience with you today and uh, kind of let you know how I handle, you know, claims that are just that don't go as smooth as we'd like them to go. And I think at the end of the day, they approve. They your customers like honesty. Um, they don't want you telling them stuff that's not going to happen. And they like transparency. And if you can help them in any way along the way, they like that, too. So there you go. My name's Matt. This is Agency Launch. You can find me at www.deetsagency.com. You can find me on Twitter and or Instagram at Deets Agency. You can also shoot me an email at mdeets at farmersagent.com. Thank you so much for listening. Keep up the good work.